What can you learn from fake lawyers and rambling random content? Stay tuned and find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. What is up? What is up? What is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to your weekly dose of random and rambling learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and you, well, that, my friend, is infinitely more important. You are or a driven entrepreneur, or business owner, or perhaps just one in the making. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, just start leveling up with great marketing, personal, or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. Today, another fun episode. I didn't say big episode that time, did I? No, I think this is going to be a rather fun episode. Today, Matt Brashy talks about... If you're enjoying it, you should share it. How your crazy might be my normal reminds us to just do it and pivot that and so much more. Plus, I want to let you in a little sneak peek to next week's interview episode guest whose integrity really, I find, is beyond question, even to the point where he took on a major automobile brand and won. And as per usual, the Dark Horse Corrals are chock full of personal business and marketing G-O-L-D spilling from every corner of the Dark Horse Entrepreneur HQ. So let's get to the starting gates and go. Alrighty, my Dark Horse friends and family, today's guest is Matt Brashy. Now, Matt is a karaoke business owner that is also part of a trio trapped in a hellscape of their own invention. These are three socially unaware old white men bound by the pretense of being fake lawyers, yet knowing no law, no exquisite Latin Latin terminology. They are inexplicably compelled to quibble over minutia, squabble over triflings, and bicker like those who value their backyards far too highly even without knowing the difference between an easement versus an alleyway. At this very moment, yep, you are on the Dark Horse Entrepreneur, but you have entered a piece of the heart of the podcast of the law offices of Quibble, Squabble, and Bicker. All right, Matt, welcome to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur, brother. How are you doing today? Good. Glad to be here. Absolutely. Now, you know, you have, you're, you're part of a, a three part ensemble at the law offices of a quibble, squabble and bicker, but I'm sure we'll get to that as our, as our conversation unfolds. But as I was telling you earlier, first thing I like folks to do is kind of tell their story, the good, the bad, the ugly, the ups, the downs, the rights, the lefts that brought you to where you are today and why you love doing what you do so much. Well, that's quite broad. My story. Well, I was born. No, in the tent by the side of the river. No, um, <laughs> I thought you were going to do a Steve Martin there on me, right? No, 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 no. It's <laughs> it's not the day and age for that anymore. No doubt. Um, that particular <laughs> that particular joke. But uh, I guess I can give the story of the podcast. So um, Greg and I. Greg's the first one over my shoulder there with the befuddled look on his face, <laughs> and uh, the other gentleman in the picture is uh, is Brendan. For those of you who are listening via podcast platforms, 
you don't know what I'm talking about. You'd have to look <laughs> at the picture. You'd have to go to YouTube and check this out, I guess. Absolutely. Um, anyway, so Greg and I have known each other for about five or six years, and um, we started having like these long late night conversations where we just crack each other up. At the very least, he would say things that I found incredibly amusing. And so I realized that I wanted to kind of do something to record that for posterity. I was, I thought it was unfair that these things that made me laugh so hard um, would be lost to the ether and never to be found again. And so I was like, all right, we need to do something. Well, then the pandemic hit and uh, my, I have a karaoke business and so I, my job, my business was basically suddenly rendered defunct and I had nothing to do. And, uh, I, I was like, okay, so I started figuring out ways to make money. But at the same time, I then realized I had a little extra time to explore this whole podcast medium as a possible way to, um, get what I wanted accomplished of recording things for posterity. And so I found this platform anchor where you could make a podcast in like five minutes. I just came across it on YouTube. and I was like five minutes. I'm like, is that accurate? Is that how these right. things work? Cause I'm really unfamiliar with podcasting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, and I still pretty much am, even though I've been doing this for nearly two years. Um, but the, the thing is I never listened to podcasts, so I didn't know how they went. And, you know, and Greg told me, he's like, Aren't you kind of a hypocrite to want to create a podcast without having listened to anybody's? I'm like, no, it's still a matter of just wanting to record things for posterity. Like people either listen to it or they won't. That's their choice. And we've learned that plenty of people won't listen to us. So, <laughs> so anyway, that being the case, um, I talked Greg into it, Greg into it, and I wound up uh, doing Zoom because I wound up uh, creating Zoom uh, online karaoke. So I started creating that as a side business which you know was just for some extra income um because generally running karaoke via zoom sucks <laughs> anyway so i had a zoom account and then i went oh we could start recording this via youtube not just uh, not via youtube but via zoom and not just recording it on phone and so we kind of upped the quality a little bit and then actually in our third episode is by the time Brendan came along, and Brendan is the other gentleman in the picture uh, next to Greg, uh, who's a friend of mine that I've known for about 30 years, and he's out of Florida. And the reason I asked him to join us is because one of Greg's sisters was very unhappy with how I treated Greg (laughs) and thought that I was too mean to him, and she wouldn't listen to the podcast because I was too mean to him. And I went, okay, well, Brendan, I know, checks me. So Brandon came on, and uh, for some reason, and I don't know why, he's decided to stick around every, every nearly every episode since then. Um, and uh, he definitely checks me. He uh, he puts me in line. But you know, he's part of the uh, the whole flavor of the show now because it used to be basically me and Greg bickering with each other, and now Brendan kind of brought the squabbling, whereas I generally do all the quibbling. So. Um, but all of us are all three, and none of us are one. It's just kind of how it turns out. So that's kind of the story of the podcast. And um, along the way, we've uh, come across a couple of publicists who have been very generous with their clientele, and they uh, pass people along for us to talk to and interview. So we generally do uh, the first half of our show is like interviewing a guest mm-hmm. um, and finding out about them. And then the second half of our show, we do about an hour-long show, is discussing the client for the day for our fake law offices. So we have a fake client too. And the fake client is essentially the topic of discussion 
for that particular day. So, and it can range, and the topics of discussion are all over the map. So, I can't even give an example because I've there's so many I've forgotten them. So, so in this second half, that's actually a pretty unique uh, spin on things. Do you take maybe some idea in your head or is it maybe some sort of real instance of law where you're no. like, well, that's just stupid. <laughs> and then you just like start talking about it in a hypothetical type of scenario. Um, well, last week, I just remembered what our topic was last. Last week, we had pets on trial. So um, we, we went along the concept of uh, keeping pets or having pets. Do we need pets? Do they need us? Should we have pets? That type of thing. And and then we we try to stay on topic, but we always veer off and go some other direction. We also give our guest, who we'd interviewed for the first half, the opportunity to stick around for the second half or not. And some people take us up on it. Some people don't. So last week we had a guy who was a rapper from Canada. Oh, and nice. uh, he was, I guess, enjoying himself. And we asked him if he wanted to continue on for the second half of the show. He's like, sure. And so he did that. And the week before we had a... A gentleman who's a comedian, but he's kind of a gay icon in New Jersey, and he stuck around for the second half. But then the week before, the guy didn't. So you never know if they're going to or not. But we do know that at the very least, if a guest ghosts us or they don't show up, we could take over the whole episode with our topic for the day. So nice. we're never at a loss if a guest doesn't show up, mainly because Greg and Brandon really don't want to talk to guests anyway. <laughs> um, so I'm like, I'm the one who will put anybody on the show because I'll talk to anybody about sure. whatever. Yeah, I'm and like, I figure everybody has something to say regardless of who they are or how smart right? or how dumb they may be, but they have something <laughs> to say. And so... Um, but Greg and Brendan are like, well, this week I don't want to show up because of that person you might have on. I'm like, why not? I'm like, it'll be fun anyway. We'll still talk to each other. And you know the second half of the show right. will be us anyway. So, you know. Well, not everybody is, is, is as outgoing as you or, or myself, right? I, I, I'm like you, man. I'll, I'll, I'll talk to anybody, right? I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll talk to myself. I'll even get in an argument with myself. Which, which, which will <laughs> you start talking back. Right, you start talking back, you start debating. I haven't lost a debate yet, which is which is probably my position on insanity. Yeah. The moment I lose the debate with myself, I probably have to question my insan my sanity. That's yes, well, that, I, I think it doesn't matter. You shouldn't question yourself because everyone is crazy. This is true. This is true. I signed up for that a long time ago. I got a double yeah. dose. I'm good. Everyone's nuts. There's always something knocking around in somebody's skull that's just. If you if you found that out, you go, oh my gosh! And I don't <laughs> care who you are. You could be a captain of industry, a president, a prime minister, um, a janitor. Some everybody's got. And it seems like it's, in there. it seems like sometimes it's those things that the person themselves may just take for granted as normal. And you go, uh, did he just say that out loud? <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Right. And that happens often on our show because often uh, Greg will point out. He goes, "You are the." soberest drunk man or the drunkest sober man i've ever heard man he goes these things that you say he's like normal people don't say things like that i'm like what are you, you know it's about? totally I'm funny like, just because you don't understand it doesn't make me wrong right hey i, I know <laughs> what i'm saying here's yes. what's funny is as i was taking a couple of little notes here while you were sharing your story uh you were talking about the late night conversations that you wanted to record for posterity actually i made a little note here and i made it in bold saying sober question mark because I can remember once upon a time, back in my party days, having some of those amazing conversations that just would have been 
many years ago, 30, 40 plus years ago, yeah. where I would have like, man, if I could have recorded that conversation where we're, we're talking about the ether and the cosmos and the making of the universe, and we're seriously debating it. Now, we weren't sober during that conversation. And I started yeah. flashing it back. And some of those conversations, now it sounds like you're having them stone cold sober. It's funny thing is, is you just flashed me back to um, college when me and two roommates would record ourselves uh, while we were totally stoned. <laughs> then we would play back the recording and record ourselves again, listening to the recording of oh, ourselves stoned. That's <laughs> price. Now that, ladies and gentlemen, is an idea for a podcast. And if you use it, please send your uh, gratuities to my man Matt here. No. <laughs> That would yeah. be amazing. Yeah, generally it's Greg who's the very intoxicated one, <laughs> and um, I, I usually do run the show sober. Personally, it's uh, mainly because my wife doesn't want alcohol in the house, and I've never been somebody who really drinks at home anyway. Yeah. I'll go out and I'll drink as much as the next guy when I go out, mm -hmm. but at home I, you know, it's just not really a thing I do for whatever reason. Yeah, you know, for me it was. Uh I was never a big drinker. I mean, I, I went through it when during my military days in those early twenties, you know, when, yeah. when you're in the military and you could drink before you were 21, woo, you're like, yeah, this is the shit right here. But <laughs> you know, I got probably got really, really drunk maybe three or four times in my life and never liked the, that part of it. Right. It was like, oh, uh, that's, that's no fun. So it's like, okay, well, why at that point? And, uh, I'm like, I'm just a stupid and crazy stone sober. So I, I don't need to expend that extra expense to get there. I'm already there. So, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind the drunk part. It's the other side effects. I'm not a fan of like, well, yeah, the, there's that the head spins and the headaches and the, you know, I have a weird effect from a certain amount of alcohol where I start sneezing. Which is the weirdest thing, and, and nobody weird. I know actually has that problem. But I'll start having these sneezing fits, and I'm like, all right, well, I guess it's time for me to stop drinking. Stop drinking. I'm like <laughs> sneezing my my head off right now, and people look at me like, does he have COVID? I'm like, no, no, it's just it's alcohol, and I can't stay away. Double mask. To anything else? That's right. I have to drink through a strainer, really, just put okay, it over so my face and pour it. That 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 begs me the question in your law part of your uh of your conversations have you ever tackled any of the covid conversations um i think we've got we've we've run across it because brendan actually came down with covid during the oh, course of the show sure he was he was at a funeral and nearly everybody at the funeral got it like i said he lives in florida and uh and he never actually bothered to get the vaccination he's an anti-vax he just <laughs> you know couldn't Whatever. be bothered with getting the vaccination vaccination whereas greg and i first chance we got we ran out and got the vaccination because i just wanted to get back to work you know? <laughs> right I'm like i don't care i'm like stick me I'm like if people are talking about microchips i mean greg at one point he said <laughs> uh yeah yeah we'll get vaccinated and then uh, bill gates will be able to track our erections with the microchips it's uh <laughs> That's what I want. Is I want I've heard that a lot of conspiracy somewhere. theories, but that is not one of them until now. <laughs> now I've heard it. <laughs> You'll hear many conspiracy conspiracy theories like that on our show, everybody. So that is money right there. That, that and a lot of <laughs> stupidity uh, takes place on our show. So I think one of the cool things I heard you ch chat about, or there's a, there's been quite a number of cool things, is you stepped into the podcasting arena not knowing anything about it, and I've seen so many people who are like, "Man, I want to do a podcast, but I don't know anything about it." And you're just like, "Oh." anchor five minutes really and you just did it 
I mean, well, it, I saw this video on YouTube where they walked you through it and they basically created a podcast right in front of me in the course of about six minutes. And I, nice. I, I thought about that. I went, wow, it's that easy. And so I, I signed up for Anchor and it turns out it was that easy. Now, a lot of people have bad things to say about Anchor mm -hmm. for whatever reason, but I've stuck with that platform because I haven't had any problems with them. Uh, as a matter of fact, they start off as your first sponsor. So you will make pennies as with Anchor as your sponsor. And I think ultimately we wound up making a total of about 50 bucks from Anchor by the time they shut down sponsorships, which I think I think 50 bucks is like the cap where they cap right. you on right, giving right. you free money, you know. Yeah, so when, it, when it comes to uh, platforms in there's God, there's so many I'm out there and it seems like there's a new one popping up every other month. Uh, to, to help grab the, the podcasting arena. The one thing that shied me away from the anchor, because it was a, it, like you said, it's an easy platform. You can get up and running fast is, is I went through the terms of service and in there is some language saying that you are giving away the distribution rights of your content, which Okay. I mean, if you're just doing it for the fun, more power to you, whatever. But if you're yeah. saying, you know, what do you mean I'm giving it? So if they wanted to use your content somewhere else to help promote Anchor and its products and services, you gave away that right to do that. And I'm like, well, I don't know if I want to do that. You know, yeah. that was the one thing that pulled me. Otherwise, I mean, they have, like you said, they have great services and it's very easy to use. Yeah. They also make it really easy to get onto the major podcasting platforms too. Yeah. Because because they're owned by Spotify. So immediately we went on to Spotify. Yeah. And then they put us on all the other ones. So we're on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. And I barely had to know what the hell I was doing for that to occur. So that was great. That's a, so that's it's great a, for idiots. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Whether you're quibbling, squabbling, or bickering or not. Yes. Uh, <laughs> right. It, it's, it's the, the uh, anti-brainchild of podcasting. There we go. <laughs> right. Now, yeah, I think my point there was it, you just went, you know what, I'm just going to do this. And you went mm -hmm. and did it versus overthinking, overanalyzing. It is, oh, I'm just, I'm just going to do it. And, and you've stayed there. And it's and clearly it's worked for you. It was easy because Greg and I have these long rambling conversations. So there's no dearth of content to be created. It was just a matter of what were we going to talk about it. So like our first episode was like... Uh, you're now listening to, to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Favorite ethnic foods or something. That mm -hmm. was like, and we went into that briefly, and then we were off on various different tangents. And then um, I can't even remember what the second episode was. Third episode, we did song lyrics on trial. So we don't always do on trial. That's like a special thing we do at a certain point where we decide to go to litigation with our <laughs> fake lawyers as fake lawyers. We've had actual lawyers on our show, though, which is funny. I don't know why they would want to come on, but we are very specific about saying we are not lawyers. We don't pretend to actually be lawyers. Right. <laughs> We're not tackling anything. I've had people on Facebook ask me if I practice a certain kind of law, and I go, no, we are not lawyers. It's a joke. Please Look up the words quibble, squabble, and bicker so you know what those words mean so you can understand why we're not a law firm, okay? That is so I funny. mean, we're obviously not for the severely mentally challenged because <laughs> if they can't figure out those terms, then we're really not for them. Um, but, yeah, but but we have a good time. We, we enjoy it. And generally, I mean, so far, as far as I know, we've gotten no complaints from anybody who's come on the show. Mm -hmm. We've had lots of people say they've enjoyed being on with us because we – 
you know, we're three old white cis men who don't give a fuck. If I can use that word, I'm sorry. You I can. forgot to ask you at the beginning. 100%. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. I've, <laughs> I forgot that not everybody is as free with their, their vocabulary as we are. Absolutely. On and, and, and I'm with that 100%. It's just get on the mic or whatever platform you choose, the stage of YouTube, Facebook. Well, maybe not Facebook. They're. <laughs> They're a little more particular these days. Uh, oh, and Facebook's just, just started allowing um, podcasts on now. So yeah, they just actually, a brand new thing. Yeah, uh, mine got uh, got pulled in. Oh my gosh, oh, about two months ago now, like a month after they announced it was going to be coming. I wasn't one of the beta testers, but right after it, uh, the beta testing started, they pulled so mine in. The special. The catch, I only found out like a week ago. The, the catch to that is making sure that your uh, Facebook page says it is a podcast and, ah. and then the name of the Facebook page matches the podcast. And what they'll do is they go out there and they find it and then pull it in. And uh, so that's all right. Free listens. I'll take that any day of the week. Yeah, no kidding. Wherever I'll, well, I'm all over TikTok these days, so I don't know if you've got yeah. TikTok yet. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I've been, uh, I've been, you know, just pushing uh, content out, you know, like a couple of times a day that has nothing to do directly with the podcast. But certainly, if you like that kind of content, it will make you say, hmm, I might want to check out an episode or two because they align with me. I'm all about, you know, entrepreneurship and personal development and, you know, all that woo woo stuff. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of entrepreneur, that's all woo-woo. It's all fairy-fairy, isn't it? It's all fairy it? dust and magic. It's like you being know. an entrepreneur. Wow, yeah, that's not important. There's no business associated. <laughs> the guy out there sprinkled in the magic dust. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the salt bay thing you just did, wasn't it? That was, I don't know. <laughs> so uh, what kind of things, I mean, where do you where do you hope to take your podcast with this? I, it sounds like it's more of a a fun venture for you than anything else? Or are you guys like, man, this is this is building some steam. We'd like to do X with it. I don't know if we're building steam per se. I mean, I know we have at least two listeners that are. I would hope three. You have listen. three guests. So, well, I mean. well, you're right. I mean, I don't know how many people actually listen to the show. <laughs> I, I look at the analytics and I just don't know if I believe them or not. But at the very <laughs> least, because we get no interaction other than these two guys in North Dakota. Now, there's these two guys in North Dakota. They have a podcast called The Happy Hour News Team. And <laughs> one of the guys has been listening to us since our second episode. Nice. Which stuns me still because that was even before Brendan came along. And, uh, and recently, they actually had all three of us come on separately onto their show to be interviewed because they said that if they had all three of us on, they would never get anything answered accurately. <laughs> so they wanted us all on because they, they actually started their podcast long before we did. Um, they're coming up to like their 100th episode or something. And uh, so this was like their big celebration, which is bringing us on. And I'm like, I don't even understand why we're that great for you, man. <laughs> like, but yeah, so they interviewed me and we talked about me and then Greg came on the next week and then Brennan was on the week after that. And uh, I'm like, I, I guess they, I guess they must be fans. You know, they must really like us. But, um, and then we have at least two other listeners. One uh, woman here in Oregon who I know listens to us pretty regularly. And then Greg's sister in New York, she listens to. So Obviously, those are the ones that's why Brandon is there now protecting greg right well brendan is protecting me from the sister that doesn't listen 
Got it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Even funnier. The one that listens doesn't mind Greg getting hammered by me. <laughs> um, but Brendan's been going after Greg recently, too. So <laughs> Greg is just like everyone's whipping boy. But. It's like three brothers. Just no one can beat up on my brother but me. <laughs> I'm okay for everyone's to beat up on Greg. Um, but if people feel the need... It just depends. The, the fact is, though, is that I'll probably go after them, too, just in general. I mean, I, I'm not really a mean person per se. I just like to have fun with people that I know can take it. Yeah, that's the if they right there. If they can't take it, I won't mock them or make fun of them or anything sure. like that because I'm not really out to offend anybody. Um, Greg is actually out to offend people, <laughs> though. So. And Brendan doesn't care one way or the other if he does, so he'll try just to offend us. That's awesome. Yeah, so so you, you mentioned you mentioned earlier that you had a karaoke business, and obviously yeah. the 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 fun and adventures of the United States, well, the world uh, last yeah. year probably put a big kibosh on that. Oh yeah, you played you played with the Zoom karaoke. How did that work? I mean, how did you? How do you? That uh, that's a cool idea, but I'm sitting there thinking, <laughs> how would I make that work? Well, the only way it can't you can't control the um, quality of the sound. You can't control the quality of the sound coming from the singers. So that's the first thing Wait, that makes it. You lower can't quality. really control the quality of the sound of the singers anyway. <laughs> right, but at the very least, you know, if you're running a mixing board, you can put some reverb on them. Got it. You can put a Good little point. delay on there. You can change the uh, the frequencies to some extent to help their voices out a little bit, you know? Got it. But whenever you do Zoom, it's raw, man. It's raw. <laughs> so so there's that to begin with. And then there's just the nature of um, Internet and, uh, and yeah. Wi-Fi, the connections that other people have. I mean, and, and your, the quality of your computer. I use actually two different laptops for the show. One I communicate with people via, and the other one I run the music on. Because otherwise, it slows the signal down a lot. And mm. You get a lot of lag between what people are seeing for the lyrics, and and what everybody else is hearing. And so, yeah, it's technically complicated. I did find that the more expensive the computer, the faster the show worked. So, <laughs> weird how that I, works, right? After I bought the more expensive computer, I'm like, wow, that changed everything. I'm like, I'm not as pissed off every day running this anymore. <laughs> so, um, with things opening back up, have you been able to get uh, your karaoke business started back up after all? I did. I went back um, in July. Things kind of opened up here in Oregon. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, the and one, one of my venues brought me back. The other one just wasn't ready to have me come back yet. They didn't sure. think they would make enough money yet. And so the one venue, I started back up. And um, the, the people who owned it just were newly owning it when uh, the pandemic hit. So they'd only been around for a couple of months dealing with me. And when I came back, they had been having somebody else running the karaoke. And they kind of preferred the sound of that person's equipment over mine a little bit. Mm. And one of the bartenders was kind of sabotaging me. And I went, you know, I don't really feel so wanted here anymore. Sure. Even though I'd been at the place for five years. Right. Um, and I went, you know, I'm just going to go. I went, see ya. So I, I figured, you know, I hadn't worked for a year and a half. I could not work for a little bit longer. <laughs> it actually worked out pretty well because there wound up being some medical issues with different parts of my family that happened. Mm. And so it's freed me up to be able to take care of them. I did like a couple emergency room visits I had to do. Oh my As a matter of fact, uh, just last week, one of my first cousin passed away. 
And so I flew out there for a funeral, and I just got back yesterday from that. Sorry to bring the show down, everybody, but welcome <laughs> to me. I don't care if you're sad. Anyway, um, so so that that being the case, um, I'm also flying out to Florida at the end of October for something else. So I figured when I finally get back from from that, and I'm going to start pushing to get my business back up and running again. For in the meantime, my wife is willing to be my sugar mama um, until these things are all resolved. Nice. So it's good to have a sugar mama hanging around there somewhere. I tell you, it's, <laughs> I don't think I would have survived without her. <laughs> She's yeah, like, having, I'll be, she said, I'll be your sugar mama. I'm like, good. We've been having married an amazing, enough. they say behind every man is an amazing woman. I don't know why she's behind him, but maybe she's pushing him forward. I don't know. What My wife is definitely not behind me pushing anything. She's, <laughs> it's more like the amazing woman is being uh, helped by just this mediocre guy is kind of what's right. the situation here. I feel you there. 100%. That's right. I don't have some self-esteem issues. <laughs> he goes, I know how bad I am. I'm good with that. <laughs> I'm quite clear on my lack of ability to do things. <laughs> All right, Mr. Mr. Matt, if there if folks wanted to learn more about the law offices of Quibble, Squabble and Bicker or Matt or Greg or Brandon or anything, where do we want to send them to? Well, the podcast, our website is www.qsblaw, that's L-A-W, so qsblaw.org, not .com, but .org. Why? Because I didn't feel like paying as much for the .com, so that's very simple there. Plus, .org makes it sound more official. Um, even though, again, we're not real law offices. Oh, one thing I should add, we, we've started adding fake sponsors, too. So we have a fake oh, sponsor my. usually at the beginning of each show. And recently we added a new segment, which is a fake recipe at the middle of the show. So we have fake sponsors, fake recipes, fake clients, real guests, though. The guests are real. We're real. Um, but, again, all to be found at www.qsblaw.org. Um, as a matter of fact, I mentioned TikTok earlier. Our announcer is somebody that I found on TikTok, and uh, he is awesome. His his voice is like one of the deepest, most resonating voices that I've come across, and oh, I was glad I, tr I found that guy, and he was willing to do our intro and our outro. Um, where else can you find us? Plus, we're on all the major podcast platforms. As I said earlier, we're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We're also on Pandora. I'm not sure if we're on Amazon yet. Um, but, uh, Castbox, I think overcast is, I think there's another one that we're on. Um, or you can just Google us law offices, quibbles, quibble. I can't even say it. Quibbles, <laughs> squabble and bicker. I make fun of other people who screw it up and now I'm screwing it up. Um, so yeah. And that's All how right. you can track us down. If you want to find Brendan, um, he lives in Florida, uh, in the Tampa Bay area. He's got a marketing business. So feel free to hunt him down. If you, uh, actually he does websites and things for lawyers, nice. which is ironic. It is um, ironic. Yes. And because it was before he joined us. So, and then Greg, hey, Greg washes dishes. So, you know, you do what you want with him. <laughs> he, he won't let you find him. Just don't let his other sister find out about it. Shh, That's right. He's in a small apartment in the heart of Portland, Oregon, is where he is. Nice. I'm in the suburbs. So it's different. Matt, I appreciate you coming in and hanging out with us, man. I'm going to make sure we get all those links down there in the show notes so people want to check you out and all your fun antics and your fake sponsors and fake <laughs> recipes. But real guests, uh, yes. they can just click right over there and check you out. Hopefully, we get you up to at least five listeners. How about that? 
That'd be nice. I would like to add. An Let's double your listenership. <laughs> I would like to add at least one more person from this podcast, if that's possible. I don't know. I mean, I think we get people. I think we drive people away because we do do a lot of different controversial subjects, and we all have our opinions about it. Um, there's nobody like really right wing. Brenda is probably the more libertarian of the three of us. Mm-hmm. I consider myself to be a strict, staunch um, independent, and Greg is basically a communist. So there's. <laughs> You need someone to represent the right side of the aisle. That's what I'm hearing right there. <laughs> well, you know, we, the the problem is we did that. We'd have to deal with their stupidity. And, um, oh, got it. Unfortunately, and sorry for anybody out there who is right wing, <laughs> I don't mean to offend you. You just need to recognize that you are stupid. So um, it's, you know, we all have to come to terms with things about ourselves. And that, I think, is necessary if you're going to be championing certain positions you have to realize you are a bit stupid so not all of them i agree with some things on the right i agree some things on the left that's why i'm independent but certain things on the right you just can't get behind sorry people you're fucking morons so anyway (laughs) anyway so we'll leave that in well that's i don't mean to be political i'm just talking about your right arm And I don't mean to be political. I wasn't talking politics. When I say the right and left, I really meant your shoulders. That's what I was talking That's about. That's right. That's right. There's your dandruff on the right damn and there's dandruff on the, re- and the left. And <laughs> yes. you just, it's stupid on both sides. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> your shoulders are stupid, people. Matt, I definitely appreciate you coming on and making us giggle for a bit and, and sharing your story, man. It's, it's been a blast. Well, I'm sorry to say that you'll have to publish this at some point, and uh, I hopefully I won't drive any of your listeners away. Ah, that's okay. We'll get we more. we do so many of ours. So. <laughs> we'll, we'll get more. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Tracy. I appreciate you having me on. Ah, 100%. Well, there you have it, my Dark Horse friends and family. Matt Brashy sharing some quibbling, squabbling, and bickering thoughts. What ideas or thoughts or, I don't know, other renumerations resonated with you today. Here's a couple I thought of and I wanted to share with you. Thought number one, if you enjoy it, share it. Right out of the gate, Matt shared the origin story of his podcast. The basic idea here was he and a friend were having some awesome, witty, bantering conversations on random topics, which he enjoyed. And he thought, why not share this enjoyment with others? I think so often these simple ideas get lost in the very ether that Matt was afraid their conversations was going to get lost into, right? I mean, how many times have you come away from an event or a conversation and thought, man, that was awesome. I wish I would have recorded that. I wish someone would have recorded that or videotaped it or whatever. Yeah, lots, right? I know I have. I mean, Now, what if you were really having those conversations, say, on the regular, like Matt? Why wouldn't you want to document them for posterity or for sharing? I mean, if you're getting value, even if that value is just a belly rolling jiggle, right? Why wouldn't you want to share that belly jiggling value with those with whom it would resonate? If you enjoy it, share it. Who knows where that might take you? Thought number two, your crazy equals my normal. While listening to Matt's take on his show, its origins, his fellow hosts, as well as the guests that he has aboard, one thought came to mind. One man's crazy is another man's norm, 
right? And I, and I include you ladies too, right? Matt and his show seem to create an open channel for varying opinions, topics, and discussions. Now, couldn't we use way more of that these days? Maybe not just these days, but way more of that always. Now, before I go on, let me give you some full disclosure here. I have distanced myself from the legacy news channels as much as possible. But let's be honest, some of their content still seems to leak into my eyes and into my ears via very various social media channels that I frequent. Most of which seems to be focused on guiding you and I to think a particular way. Now, whether you agree of that way of thinking or not, it, it, that's for you to decide, not me, right? I'm not here to tell you what I think about you is crazy, nor am I here to tell you what I think your normal should look like. What I will coach you to do is listen through someone's crazy with an open heart and an open mind before you pass blame and before you pass judgment. Who knows? My crazy might become your normal or vice versa. Thought number three, just do it. Matt took the idea of creating a podcast and he just did it. Just like the Nike commercials uh, used to say, just do it. He grabbed his idea by the hand and drug it into reality. Now, whether it was kicking and screaming, only Matt would be able to attest to. He didn't make a bunch of damn excuses. Oh, there are so many choices. Oh, I don't know the tech. Oh, I don't think people will like it. Here's the deal. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it here. There are a lot of choices. Pick one, right? And if you can't pick one, throw a dart or have someone else choose for you. But either way, make a damn choice. Check. Done. Yep. There's lots of tech out there too. Yeah. Use what you know. Matt used his phone and Anchor, then later stepped up his game and integrated YouTube via additional tech. Start where you are. Start along the easiest path of resistance and step forward. And for the last fear, and well, gonna have to admit, there are gonna be a, a lot of people out there that do not like it. There, I said it. Get over it. There are people out there that don't like your car yet you still drive it. There are people out there that don't like the neighborhood you live in, yet you still live in it. There are people out there that don't like your child, yet you still love them with all your heart. Eh? You're not making a product, a podcast, a business, or a service. You're not making it for those that don't like it. You're making it for those that will like it and that will benefit from it. And the longer that you keep not doing it, the longer you're stealing all the benefits that they will gain from them. Even if that benefit is just that belly jiggling laugh we mentioned earlier. So get out there and just do it. And thought number four, pivot. Yeah, we've heard that word so many times. Pre-pandemic, Matt was running a karaoke business, which of course, like so many other businesses out there, were negatively impacted by all the events that we've enjoyed over the past couple of years. Now, I'm recording this on, uh, you know, the 20th of February in 2002. So clearly I'm uh, illuminating to a certain number of events that have gone uh, he on in the past couple of years. So Matt tried to pivot his karaoke business to an online model. Of course, right? There were challenges and Matt spoke of them, right? And, but here's the thing. He tried, right? 
I have sadly watched so many others just kind of fall by the wayside. And I'm not just talking about the pandemic. Um, I have seen various businesses fall by the wayside, not just due to the pandemic, but various other versions of holding on to something that just will not work like it used to. Right? I have seen multi-million dollar companies get swallowed up or die on the vine because they're adhering to some marketing practice that while it worked five or ten years ago, it's just not giving them the same returns that it used to. They needed to pivot. And if they don't, yeah, yeah, they're going to get swallowed up or they're going to die and wither on the vine. I think this is so important. I'm probably going to dedicate a whole episode to this. I'm not sure exactly which episode number I'm going to throw at it, but keep an eye out for it. It's just that important. All right, so what ideas, tips, and thoughts resonated with you? Whatever they were, take some time today and write them down. Write them down right now if you can. And I tell you to write them down because so many times we hear awesome ideas and we're like, man, I'm going to do that. And then when you go to remind yourself, you're like, oh man, what was that idea I had? If you write it down, at least you could go back to that piece of paper, if you can find it, and remind yourself. Then get out there and put them into action. That's right. Get out there, run your race, get your results, and then come back and let me hear about them. I'm deadly serious here. Email me at tracy at darkhorseschooling.com. Share the tips or ideas that you came away with, how you put them into action, and what results you gained from them. I'll even bring you on the show and let you share your success story. Heck, I'll even let you share your stumble, bumble, trip, and fall story. Now, in our next interview episode, our guest is going to be Dale Niehaus. Now, Dale arrived in California with a suitcase and $50. From there, he built himself up as well as multiple businesses from scratch. Dale is a man of integrity that I, I know I can learn from, and I imagine all of you can as well. And he has so much integrity that he took on Hyundai and won and now has even taken on yet another behemoth of industry as they tried to take him down as well as his business. You're not going to want to miss this episode. Now, I know you want to keep getting all these valuable tips, the awesome stories from the guests I'm lucky enough to bring on. So please go on down there, hit that subscribe button. And while you're there, go ahead and leave us a five-star rating. And of course, drop us some kind words in the reviews. Ask questions. Make suggestions. Tell me who you'd like to hear from. And I'll see if I can get them on as well. And of course, do not keep all this entrepreneurial G-O-L-D all to yourself. Share this podcast with other entrepreneurs and business owners that you know would get value from it. And with that, I'm going to leave you as I always do. Think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.